Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Seasonal episode. But let me try that again. I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start again. I'm just, I don't, I don't know how to say eleven. Eleven is a tough word. I never are, are learned it really. It. I went Next from ten to twelve. Be, I skipped eleven as a kid, so I just will don't. It be, yeah. <laughs> will I don't it be season know. twelve next time? Because it'll yeah. be season episode. I think 300? it should be. Yeah, this will oh, be yeah. a last. Okay. Our, all right, here we go. Yeah. Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Season eleven, episode two ninety nine. I'm Adam Walker, and I'm Sanjay Parikh. And listen, uh, this may be the longest list of articles I've ever seen for a show for us. So. And we have less than an hour to record. So we're going to just dive right in here. No preamble. And, and we normally we cut back on articles, but we didn't yeah. do that this time. because No, we're going to go good. for it. We're going to go for it, man. Just just to serve the people. That's what we're going to do. Serve. <laughs> you sound like that lawyer ad, yeah. serving the people. I am serving. I'm the I'm the bald lawyer guy that's serving the people uh, off of 85. That's that's right. All right, let's, let's get started. Here we go. Uh, article number one, a long-term vision for YouTube's medical misinformation policies. So they just released a blog post or whatever, basically saying uh, they're not going to put up with medical misinformation on YouTube anymore. Uh, I mean, I guess they kind of weren't before, but like they're they're really clamping down on it. And I like the stance they're taking. That's a good stance. So, And, and they're they're grouping it into three different kinds of misinformation that they're gonna, okay. they've got a framework for. So yeah. prevention misinformation. So right. how do you prevent diseases or, okay. or uh, maladies? Uh, treatment misinformation. And then denial misinformation. So I should take down my articles about how garlic will basically cure everything. Like that's, I should stop talking about that. Cause it's, I mean, it'll prevent vampire bites, but other than right. that, it's, it's not accurate. But is there anything else that needs prevented? Like that's really like, as long as I don't get vampire bites, I feel like I'm pretty good. So like, do, that's, do you have uh, the little yeah. kit, the, the garlic with the, the, the wooden steak? Yeah. Right. Isn't yeah. That, of course. Yeah. To, I've got, I can't, that's in my everyday carry kit. That's I, what I do. I, yeah. I don't understand the wooden steak. Cause don't you have to get pretty friendly and close to you a vampire to, to drive that through the heart? Yeah. I feel like you should just run from a vampire like that feels way more way I mean, better because their, their mouth and their teeth are right there just yeah you yeah know, getting you. that close all right uh Keep but going. what's not at you is apparently linear tv linear tv views drop below 50 percent of u.s television usage for the first time streaming hits record high okay um, this this surprised me why did it surprise you because I don't remember the last time I watched linear TV. <laughs> like I literally don't remember when it was like I, people are still doing that. Like that's still a thing. Like that seems insane to me. So, I mean, I do watch, I mean, there is some linear TV you watch like sports. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's it though. That's the but only there's, thing. There's other times that I'll watch and I don't know if it's classified as linear TV. We'll watch it on like Hulu live. Yeah. Yeah. Is that considered linear TV? Yeah, if it's but live, it's I think it's linear TV. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So. so then I guess this doesn't surprise me that much, I, I suppose. 50%, man. Come on. But Unplug. Cut the cable. I'm. But sometimes you just want to watch. You don't have something specific you want to watch. Sure. You know, you want to watch the bazillionth rerun of Friends I, or I have Seinfeld. Done, I've or done King a little Queens bit of that or... through like YouTube TV. That's true. I have done a bit of that here and there. Yeah, that's see, okay. there's some. See, you're there. a I hater, guess. but you're actually still doing the thing that I you're mean, hating on. Very, very rarely am I doing that. So, all right, very rarely. Uh, <clears throat> all right, speaking of not rarely, Netflix finally streams video games too. So they are launching with two video games, neither of which looked particularly interesting to me. Uh, you'll be able to play through on on if you have an Android phone. You can play on your TV through your phone's Netflix app. If you have an iPhone, you have to have a separate app for like the game controller. 
And um, I guess we'll see what happens. Okay. I, yeah, cool. I think this is, we talked about this previously that they have yeah. um, bought all these game studios and all that stuff. I think this is only the beginning. I think there's probably a lot that they're going to be doing down this path. Oh yeah, um, big time. But the fact that you don't have to install the game and you can just play on demand, of course, as far as you have a good internet connection. Yeah. Um, I think that is pretty neat. I think pretty great. Uh, they're, they're poised for great things. Yeah. Um, who's not poised for great things are American Airlines passengers. American Airlines sues a travel site to crack down on consumers who use this trick to save money. Yeah. Uh, I think we've talked about this before. It's called skip lagging. Yep. Basically buying a ticket to a destination with a layover stop somewhere, which is actually your destination. Yeah. And then getting off the plane and throwing away the rest of the ticket. I think I've talked about this too before is I tried this once. This is way back in the day. Okay. Of I don't remember that. Startup. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So early 2000s, uh, we were a very poor startup, did not have much money. And so flights to the West Coast were super expensive in the right. dot-com days. Yeah. But if you drove to Birmingham, Alabama and bought a ticket from Birmingham flying out to the West Coast, which by the way, took you through Atlanta, it was cheaper. So me and my co-founder, we did that. We drove to Birmingham one way in a rental car, got on a flight, flew through Atlanta, out to the West Coast. Unfortunately, we got goofed up. Um, there were bad storms and we were supposed to go to San Diego. We ended up getting diverted to Texas. Oh, no. Ended up having to do the meeting as a conference call from Texas. And then no. we're just like, just take us home to Atlanta. And they were like, but you're going to Birmingham. They're like, we just want to go to Atlanta. And yeah. so we got a return flight. So we missed the flight uh, or, or the, the connection to get to San Diego. Um, but the theory was on the way back, we would have flown from San Diego to Atlanta and got off the plane in Atlanta. Right. Uh, and then just before it goes to Birmingham. Gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. But, All right. Well, that sorry, it didn't uh, work out for you. It's apparently working out for some people enough to where American airlines has noticed and they are un. Happy. So apparently people, this is against their rules uh, of all it's the against airlines, every every airline because it screws up all their routes. It screws up baggage stuff. It screws up all kinds of stuff related to it. So, I mean, it, but it's it doesn't against, really yeah. because you don't check baggage. If you're well, doing that's this, true. you just carry on. Yeah. And then the seat is just empty. And well, yeah, but they're planning for the baggage and they're accounting for it with fuel. And like it screws up a lot of their logistics. I think if a lot of people do this, but uh, you know, whatever. But they still got the um, money. So come on. Speaking of uh, logistics, cruise agrees to reduce driverless car, free, car fleet in San Diego after a crash. San Francisco, not San, San Francisco. Diego. I can't I read I talked today. about San Diego. I don't understand this what my problem Francisco. is. I can't pronounce words. I can't read. I don't know what's going on with me. Whatever. Uh, yeah, we talked about this last week at two. They're reducing, you know, I, okay. That's fine. They're, they're, they're halving the fleet yeah. or something like that, right? Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, it's it's kind of humorous that it is yeah it's hey you can do it everywhere hey no, you just you messed up everything cut it and, it, yeah. and this crash was not a small crash. it was a crash into a fire truck uh and the passenger oh, yeah, yeah. and the car that's got right. injured so yeah, yeah it's um, important but i guess it was good it was a fire truck because the people to treat them were right there so yeah they're right there. they're ready to go <laughs> i guess that that's, was good unless they were going to a call which is you know less than ideal i had that happen yeah well then the call came to them yeah, uh, exactly. at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, talking about uh, people, if you want to get driven and and have more fun than getting crashed into, taxi drivers are earning more from viral TikToks than from rides. 
Yeah. So this was in uh, Indonesia, right? Uh, I think so. I, I thought it was. I thought it was India, maybe, but yeah, maybe somewhere like that. Yeah, and it's it's fascinating because basically they're, Some, they're somewhere like that. Those I mean, are two very different so, countries. That's true. Somewhere <laughs> not in America. Because when I think taxi drivers, I use I always think New York. Like that's like that's my first thought is New York, right? And so. New, New York taxi drivers as a TikTok influencer would be a whole nother level. I think it'd be great, actually. Like, yeah. I mean, like, well, and that's kind of the point of this article is like it talks about how the taxi drivers get so many fascinating stories and yeah. they're just going to TikTok to share their crazy stories. Like, I mean, if I was a New York cabbie, oh my, and all day long, all day. I mean, it'd be like, it'd be like the sitcom taxi, but in real life, like that'd be great. <laughs> I love the sitcom taxi. Wasn't, it, was wasn't there that show uh, Taxi Drive Confessions or something like that? Uh, probably. Taxi Cab Confessions. Prob there was yeah, some probably. show like that a long yeah, time ago. I never saw that. Yeah, yeah. This is in Indonesia and Jakarta you're, specifically. You're right. Okay. Um, I misread and, it. Uh, and they, yeah, I mean, it's super interesting. And talk about how much money these people are making. They're like making hundreds of dollars, which is way more than the average oh, yeah. uh, income there. Yeah, tons. Uh, and way more than what they're making just being a taxi Cab yeah, it's driver. like it's like now they're a taxi driver just to get it's, it's like their right. story source for their actual income. Like it's like, right. Exactly. It's like, it's like that's, that's wild. Well, you can't stop being the taxi cab driver because yeah, even though you it need makes the so little money. Yeah, because you need yeah. that for the thing that makes the money. It's yeah, so exactly. Funny. Yeah, so that's great. Funny. All right. Uh, next section. IBM plans to replace nearly 8000 jobs. With AI, these jobs are the first to go. So I think there were jobs in finance, HR, and uh, there was one other department. Well, do you remember what it was? Uh, I don't forget. remember what it was. Anyway, so, it wasn't I mean, taxi cab drivers, though. It was not. It, what's crazy to me is the fact that uh, that IBM is replacing this this many jobs, and yet this next article about Microsoft juxtaposes the fact that this might be a terrible idea. Um, right. It was, so, uh, by the way, it was finance, accounting, and HR. That was it. Yeah, um, yeah. Accounting, yeah. That yeah which I thought finance and accounting would kind of be, you know, tied together a little more, but okay, whatever. Sure. Yeah. You know, and it's, okay. it says potentially taking over 30% of non-customer-facing roles. So maybe you want to be customer facing. But again, based on this next job. article, I feel like this is a bad idea, right? Yeah. yeah so, so go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft retracts AI written article advising tourists to visit a food bank on an empty stomach. Yeah. Yeah. That's so bad. here's funny. I don't think I or did we tag this article later on somewhere? The one that does the uh, recipes as well. That, wait, that we talked about that last week. Did we talk about that last yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Where it did a recipe. Oh, that's and, what yeah, it was. Chlorine yeah. gas, yeah. Yeah. I, so people are like deploying AI and not really understanding that things are not always a panacea with them. So right. this was uh, heading to Ottawa. This was an Ottawa travel guide, AI generated. Mm -hmm. Basically told you like, hey, yeah, you can go to the food bank, but you should go on an empty stomach because, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, it, and it's a classic, like, like basically AI not realizing that a food bank is not for just like, you know, you to go and eat a meal. It's not for tourism, right? It, it's <laughs> it's for helping people that need assistance. And so like AI, I mean, and this is the flaw with AI, right? Like it, it gets some things just amazingly right and some things just tragically wrong. And I guess, I mean, I guess related to that article before, maybe with IBM replacing 8,000 jobs, maybe there'll be some oversight. I hope there'll be some oversight, hopefully more oversight than AI written articles at Microsoft. So uh, but but for go. some of the jobs that they're replacing, like finance and accounting, some of that stuff you can automate and yeah. replace with that. I mean, it's true. It's just numbers, right? Yeah. Like there's no, you don't have to infer any kind of information out of it. 
or kind of glean anything out of it. Man, you just offended a whole bunch of accountants right there, or our, our chief financial officers. Man, I'm, they are coming for your head. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm not saying that it takes it's just numbers. Anybody can do it. You don't infer anything. <laughs> okay. It there requires no real levels. intelligence. There are some levels of it <laughs> that you do need something to figure out something creatively. Fair. Okay, fair. But yeah. a lot of it is just processing. Right. I mean, uh, like, CFOs against Sunjay.com. Just that's all, I'm, that's all I'm trying to say. That's the, the CFOs against Sunjay.com. That's all. That's that's it. I'm so. just saying your CFOs mm -hmm. need to, to upskill their skills so that <laughs> they, they, they can they do. You're stay right. relevant. It, their stuff. whole department uh, as a CFO is going to be CFO. AI. Like that's the, that's the department now. Like that's the whole, that's the structure. So. And talking about upskilling their skills, this next article actually tells them what they should maybe learn next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Microsoft is bringing Python to Excel. So if you were, you know, itching to dig into Excel and dig into some Python, now you can do it together. Because I know, I mean, everybody I talked to, like, man, I wish I could do more Excel and Python, like that's just that would be the that's the dream, but you know. And here's the can, fascinating so. thing with this: this is the first yeah. time you've got a full fledged programming language integrated yeah. with one of these tools, right. so that you can do higher level stuff inside right. of it. True. And what's interesting here, um, and you see kind of where this is built out, is that you're running the Python not on your end; it's actually running in the cloud, so yeah. you can actually run some of these. So in Microsoft Cloud. You can run very complicated models and things like that. So right. if you're a CFO worried about AI taking your job, maybe you should learn Python yeah. so you can do some higher level modeling and financial acrobatics. I feel like that's a big ask. Can. I'm not going to lie. I feel like that's a real big ask. But I mean, you yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. I, I so. don't know. Python seems like it's pretty accessible for most people. It's not that it's not accessible. It's that most CFOs aren't going to want to learn to code. That's that's it. So I yeah. mean, maybe. That might be the thing. Uh, but what also is a thing now, apparently, LinkedIn and Clear, yes, Clear, the thing that gets you through airports more quickly, continue to enhance digital safety, expand free identity verification to Canada's LinkedIn users. So here's the interesting thing. I didn't actually know about this until I was on LinkedIn and it suddenly said, like, do you want to have a verification thing on you via Clear on your account? I was like, no, I don't, because I don't need to give you all of that stuff. Right. And so yeah. I went going looking for this. This apparently just got inked hmm. um, just a few days ago. It says the Canada, but I hadn't seen it on the U.S. version until the day after this, like August 18th. August 17th is the, the press release. I saw it on August 18th, is which is why I went hunting for this. So what's uh, what's the benefit here? Like what like it, LinkedIn users can be verified to get on flights like what's like what I don't, <laughs> i'm not I, so really, that, I mean i'm really missing something here like, like so it verifies in. basically that your account is a real account that you are a real human being and you're not some kind of ai bot thing i mean i know twitter is sorry x has had a lot of problems with bots does linkedin have that problem because like that seems completely unnecessary to me like i've never I, i've never one time seen a linkedin profile and gone that's not a real person you know like headmaster rabbit eater i don't know i don't know it's not even a thing i mean i, don't I think know. there there are some fake uh accounts i know there's a george burdell at least one of them i mean uh, of course LinkedIn. there's a george p burdell account because he went to georgia tech and he's got a million degrees and he served in every every armed service conflict from ever i mean of course there is like that's obvious there's gonna be a george p burdell account but like not <laughs> Other, not other stuff, not real fake and, accounts. That's and honestly, like I look at accounts sometimes 
And if they don't have a lot of connections, I'm like, I don't know if that's a real okay. like, account right. or a valid Fair. account that that person is actually using. When Fair. I see somebody that's connected to 500 plus people, I'm okay. That's okay. A real They're account. probably a real person. You know? Anybody so who's connected this- to less than 500 plus, you're not, you do not qualify as a real person, according to Sanjay. <laughs> this is also LinkedIn users against Sanjay.com. Thank you. That's the next, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying 500 is the, the, the cutoff. I'm just saying that it, it's more Man, than you're one. You're really insulting a lot of people it today, is, Sanjay. I'm impressed. More, I am wow. on a roll. Look at you. You're the man. You're really tearing some people up, man. Oh I think gosh. I think this uh, this development might be something that is kind of in the forefront of something they're trying to do later okay. on. Okay, I got right. you. Ma- right. ma- maybe it will. Uh, your LinkedIn account gets you onto flights. I don't All right. Know. Well, uh, next up, uh, Experian fined $650,000 for not letting you opt out of its spammy emails. And so it'll send you emails that yep. say, hey, it looks like you've got a new car, blah, 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 blah. Check your whatever. And then they'll say like, oh, this isn't a marketing email. This is a notification email. Therefore, you don't need to opt out. And apparently the courts say, no, you should be able to opt out. That's ridiculous. And here's your fine. So uh, props for the courts doing their thing. I like that. And I don't like and, spam emails. So, And yeah. I'm very excited about this because I have gotten these emails from Experian. Oh, so many times, man. And so it's many times. so annoying. So annoying to the level that I went into Gmail, created a, a specific a fake filter. Experian account. Oh, no, nice. No, a specific yeah, yeah. Okay. filter for this yeah, yeah. and yeah. have Filtered it automatically it delete those emails because yeah. I don't ever want to see them. Yeah, that's great. So super annoying. Mm-hmm. What is also annoying is when your solar panels get stolen. So yeah, man. broken solar panels manufactured specifically for South Africa. This is clever. I found this so fascinating and yeah. not something I would have ever thought of. But a manufacturer was having so many issues with their solar panels getting stolen that they started breaking them. So cracking the glass or having pieces missing or rounded edges so that they are not attractive to be stolen because nobody else is going to buy them because they're broken. Yeah. So, so brilliant. So So smart. Like, that's great. Like, it's like, you know, you're going to have problems. Like, just buy the broken ones. You're good to go. And I'm sure they're still just as efficient. They look broken or whatever. Right. Exactly. It's brilliant. They're just cosmetically flawed and nobody's going to want to steal them because they're cosmetically flawed because nobody will buy them. Right. Uh, I think this is the other interesting part of this is that what this shows is that we are on the cusp of just so much widespread adoption of renewable energies and solar panels and things like that. That's the only reason why people selling them are, are stealing them because yeah, it's true. They can there's a market. sell them because there's there's a market and there's demand. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I maybe there's the silver lining. Yeah, in that. I think so. All right, uh, it's unfortunate that I got to read this article because you're going to have to explain <laughs> it to me. Uh, revolutionary electrolyzer efficiently converts CO2 into renewable propane fuel. I I understood. A little bit of that. Like, I don't even know what's what's happening, man. I don't. So, I don't so basically, uh, they have a device um, that they built. And this is who this was uh, a they. It was university they. somewhere, right? Yeah, it was they. It's fine. It, it, it was they. Ah, the Illinois Institute of Technology. So unlike another article we're about to talk about mm-hmm. um, in just a minute, uh, this seems legitimate. So they built something that converts carbon dioxide into propane. Okay. So propane generally not a great fuel because it is uh, bad for the environment. But if you're taking carbon dioxide out of the environment to create propane just to use it again, that actually is a good thing. So okay, okay, uh, cool, this cool. Could potentially close that carbon cycle. 
uh, take carbon out of the air and then just kind of reuse it. So don't feel bad about using your propane. Love it. Point. All right. Okay, uh, talking about somebody who's not maybe legitimate. LK99 isn't a superconductor. How science sleuths solve the mystery. Is, this is the one we talked about a couple weeks ago, right? That we thought we it did. might be a superconductor at room temperature. That would be an amazing big deal, blah, 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 blah. And go. And it's not. And it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, like some of the videos looked wonky. I was re reading about like, like so, like they showed how it could do like levitation through magnets, but it looked weird. It didn't. It wasn't acting correctly and things like that. Is that so? It was kind of right. faked. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was faked. I think there was a lot of issues with um, impurities. Okay, got it. It wasn't uh, magnetically floating in all directions like it should have. Right. Uh, it was like oriented. It was. There's a bunch of things. Got it. There might be some novel applications of this material still, though. Seems like not. Yeah. Superconductor is the problem. I mean, it's kind of like silly putty, you know, like you don't know what it's going to be used for. And then you start playing with silly putty. You're like, this is the most amazing thing ever. It's going to be just like that. It's the Maybe science of silly putty. Has, I wonder if anybody's tested silly putty to be a superconductor. It probably is. I think I just solved it. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, testing and solving things, uh, Russia's Luna 25 probe crashes into the moon. My favorite quote from this particular article is the moon lander has quote, ha, quote, has ceased to exist following a collision with the moon's surface. The Russian space agency said it, it ceased to exist. I love that. That's great. No, it still exists. It's just in lots of pieces. I think that's how that actually works. So yeah. it's just exists in a different form. It's just, it's just strongly disassembled. That's what it is. It's, ag it's, a, it's, a, it's aggressively disassembled. That's aggressively. What I, yeah. I, that's what I'm going to say from now on when I break things. No, I didn't break it. I just aggressively disassembled. <laughs> That's what this show is, actually. We aggressively disassemble stories. Oh, uh, uh, by the way, a little add-on to this story, breaking news that actually is happening just a little while before we recorded this episode. Uh, I'm just going to read you the headline. India's Chandrayaan-3, I probably butchered that name, by the way, yeah, spacecraft did. completed a lunar landing, making the country the first to reach the moon's southern polar region. Uh, so both hey, Russia and India, India were vying to get there. Yeah. Obviously, Russia uh, aggressively disassembled theirs <laughs> before getting there. <laughs> and India decided not to aggressively disassemble their probe uh, and got there. I wonder if aggressively disassemble is available. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good domain name, too. <laughs> aggressively disassembled.com we need to like like it's just crushing videos that's all it is it's just it's just sledgehammers it's, it's like it's like the gallagher of websites is what it is it's just sledgehammers <laughs> <and> stuff. <laughs> it is of course available because who would think aggressively disassemble i'm like oh, oh that's good i, I like that I, I think that might be the new name for me for like everything. <laughs> aggressively disassembled. Find me on threads at aggressively disassemble. Yeah. Uh, you know, scientists probably need like a way to think of, understand how we figure out these things. And they might have a way now. Yeah. Scientists extracted a Pink Floyd song from someone's brainwaves. Here's what it sounds like. Yeah. You know, I actually think like if they did this to us, 
Yeah. It would be just a, a mess of, of songs. I, and, if they it would probably drive people crazy. If they extracted sounds from my brain, I'm pretty sure it would sound like cats fighting. Like just... <laughs> Like that's like that's that's what it would sound like in my brain for sure. Yeah, it's cats aggressively disassembling one another. Like that's really what that's what it is. Wasn't that the transporter on Star Trek when it malfunctions that aggressively disassembled? Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, well, it, it yeah. puts them back together. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, this. Uh, I mean, like so I listened to the song. I I didn't I didn't really recognize it. Um, I mean, it had a bit of a melody to it. I mean, what's crazy is like they extracted like a melody from someone's brainwaves, which is insane. Right. Like that's like, that's pure insanity right there. So uh, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, this could, this could be developed into all kinds of crazy things like thinking something and then it, something says it, if you're like, you know, unable to speak for some reason or who knows, man, it could, it could be crazy. So, yeah. I mean, I think there's great applications for people that have, yeah. uh, Issues with I mean, like body Stephen Hawking, control. man. I mean, like think right, about him. Exactly. Like, I mean, man, he could have communicated his, so much more. Effectively. His brain was perfectly functioning. It was yeah. just that connection to his, to his body. body. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're 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 next. I'm next. Oh, sorry, yeah. uh, man. This one this one kind of freaks me out. I'm not gonna lie. Like I read uh -huh. the article and I was like, I'm a little weirded out right now. So, a drug for regrowing teeth. Let me just say that again. A drug for regrowing teeth. Yes, you heard that right could be available within the next decade. So, uh, you know, for people that need to regrow teeth, which is, I, I guess, like a, a pretty common problem in, for certain individuals. Especially uh, as you get older. Yeah, yeah. And, and people that have certain issues. Yeah, yeah. Right, health Medical issues. Medical issues, yeah, yeah, for sure. That yeah, this could be great. end up losing teeth. And yeah. I mean, hey, you could be like a shark and you just keep regrowing teeth, right? Sharks grow teeth over I, and over again, I, don't I they? I feel like it made me think about like, but like, wouldn't hair be easier? And aren't they still trying to work on that? Like maybe, maybe there's already good solutions for hair loss. I don't really know. I don't care. Like I don't, but, but know. hair, like you don't need your hair. You don't to need do it. Anything. That's true. Yeah. Teeth right. you need. Yeah. Teeth yeah. you kind of, you know, yeah. You just put on a cool hat stuff. like I do for hair or something. You just don't, don't worry about it. Like that's the, <laughs> you, you just hide it under. You just wear, yeah, just wear a cool yeah. hat. You're good to go. Like, I don't see the problem guys. It's I mean, I guess we know. do have a solution for teeth. It was just dentures, but yeah, that's not an ideal. Those are not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. What else is not an ideal solution or at least an investment? Buyers of Bored Ape NFTs sue after the digital apes turn out to be a bad investment. Also, duh. I mean, uh, who could have seen that coming? We, Wait, we could have invest $400,000 into something that's not real. real. I mean, who could have seen it coming? Who knew? I don't no. know. Is it, you know, I, know. Yeah. There's probably just dozens of episodes shocking. of Tech Talk, y'all, where we said shocking. that. Yeah, we don't so, understand this. Why are people spending money on this? Doesn't this make doesn't any make sense. any sense. It's not going to go well. And well, and the, specifically, and they got it, aggressively disassembled. It got yeah, it really did. And apparently, like they're specifically suing related to the board ape. The first sale was from Sotheby's, I believe, to FTX for like yep. twenty four million dollars, and so that that inflated the valuation on the board apes NFTs, which I I think that might be legitimate right there. Um, but, but is it because? Just because you're an idiot and spent wasting your money and overpaying yeah, for true. stuff, is that yeah. illegal? Like yeah, I don't, that? Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, I, like because it was, I mean, it was valued at that at that time. So I mean, I mean, again, like the, like the NFTs are kind of valued the same way art is valued. Like I painted right. a picture. Is it worth the canvas that I painted it on, or is it worth two million dollars? Like that's really up to who's willing to pay for it. Like that's that's the value right. of it. Like so, it if if somebody's willing to buy my house for ten million dollars, 
it's definitely not worth $10 million, but if you're going to do it, I'm going to take the money and run. Yeah, I would too, in a heartbeat. All right, uh, next up, Elon Musk says users on X, formerly Twitter, will lose the will lose ability to block unwanted followers, eliminating key safety feature. So I think I think it said they they would still be blocked from commenting and messages, maybe, but they be they would be able to see the feed again or something like that. I don't know. It yeah. seems like a terrible idea to me. It, um, this is awful. Yeah. I have blocked many people over the years. Yeah. Not that it matters anymore because I quit in November. Mm -hmm. uh, but actually, because of this, I went back in to Twitter and then marked my account private so mm -hmm. that you can't even see anything. It's, it's yeah. just it's done not, at this point. I'm not on there anymore at all. Like, I can't even remember the last time I logged. I think I might have logged in just to see the new branding and laugh at it. And that was <laughs> the extent of my last login. So I just I've just. I mean, I've, I've said many a time, like, I'm giving up, but, like, I just, I'm out. I'm just done. I can't. Yeah, do it, I mean, so. the only time I go over there is if there happens to be a link in an article or something like that where I need to go and read what was posted there. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, I probably should, should delete my cookies for Twitter and just not yeah. have it even log me in. But yeah. then I probably can't see the stuff, so whatever. Yeah, true. Uh, this story, it makes no sense to me. I, I couldn't but, understand it. So I was hoping yeah. you could explain it to me. Yeah, I probably can't understand it either. But social platform friend.tech gains 100,000 users in days, even in the depths of a bear market. So basically what I'm understanding is you can buy and sell shares of accounts on by the way, also, I hate this X, formerly known as Twitter thing. Yeah, I'm just, just call, call it, it X. Twitter. Yeah, just be done with it. I'm just going to call it Twitter. That's fine, too. That, call it one or the other. but Because, don't, yeah. because saying X, formerly known as Twitter, makes it feel like it's... Artist, uh, formerly known as Prince. Artist, formerly known yeah. as Prince. And yeah. I'm like, you, you're not that cool to be... No, uh, you're not in, cool in enough that for that. Prince can right? pull that off. He's the only one that can yeah. pull that off. That's it. You're done. Exactly. Yeah. So, Twitter... Uh, and maybe I could say new bad Twitter. New yeah. bad Twitter, uh, you can... I don't know, sell shares to your account or something like that. And it's with crypto. They're using Ethereum, I think it is. Yeah. But supposedly it gives you access to potentially DM the person that you bought shares in. I, I don't understand I don't know. it. It, it makes doesn't no make sense any sense. The no. only thing that was interesting to me about this whole thing is that they've, uh, it was like they banked $709,000. They've mm. made over a million dollars in fees. Uh, from this thing it feels like this is like the bored apes thing that we just talked it about really again. does yeah mm -hmm. like, this makes no sense all right uh last up for for weird mikey the wait is over okay just i mean for those of you that have just been waiting anxiously threads on the web is here you'll finally be able to browse your feeds in meta's threads app and on the web at once i mean that's wow that's I just, have a question. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, where is this? Because I can't find it. I don't have any idea. I haven't even looked. Haven't even bothered. Don't even care. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, mean, it, I, 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 I went to threads.net expecting it to be there and it, it's not there. Okay. Maybe it's rolling out. Um, it says, oh, over the next, will it be available over the next few days? That's what it says. And that was yesterday. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So this it's, is it's, the it's next coming. day though. And yeah. I mean, again, like this, this is one of those like too little, too late. How many engineers are working on this again? Like I, I feel, 
it just feels like things are moving real slow. So uh, maybe whatever. you should have built all of this in parallel and launched it all at the same time. That's all I'm trying to say. I you feel know, like if they'd done off. that, their drop in daily active users and monthly active users would not have been this precipitous cliff yeah, that they fell crazy. off of. Mm -hmm. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an <laughs> One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. First up in Weird and Wacky, uh, and the end of this uh, article is not me, but LG now sells this bizarre TV in a suitcase, and I must have it. Uh, I actually must not have it. Yeah, why would anybody want I, this? I, I, don't. I don't understand. So the only thing that I could figure out from this, so basically what this is, it is literally a suitcase, uh, and it's got a battery pack in there too, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and it up pops a... a Large 27 inch TV that you yep. can cast to, right? And you can rotate it so it's horizontal or vertical. The only thing that I could figure out from this is that this could possibly make sense if you have a pop up tent somewhere or yeah. a convention center or something okay. like that. Yeah, but maybe, the problem maybe. with this thing is you can't check this as baggage on the plane because it's got a ginormous battery in it. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's so a good point. I don't really understand the use case. I like the pictures they have in here are, are terrible on the back of they're, they're a terrible. car. Like they're, you're camping. They're camping and they're what they're freaking watching TV out of the back of their car. Why, why would you, you go camping then? Why? Why would you do that? That's it. That makes no sense at all. Like just stay home. That's fine. Just stay. Just or go to a hotel. Go to an Airbnb. So, go if anywhere. you want like, the outside while you're watching TV, Open your patio door, open your windows, sit and on watch a deck TV somewhere. inside. Go, go out. I mean, you know, this, listen. Or just makes, act like a normal human being and just watch on your phone wherever you have I, to be out outside. I like, really would like to know and see the customer like surveys or whatever they did to figure out, like, people want to buy this. No, they don't. Because I really want to know who those people are. They do not want to buy That said, yes, I would buy a TV and a suitcase. I, I have nothing know. else to do with my money other than yeah. to light it on fire. So I could spend it on this instead. Well, I mean, you could be spending it on uh, fake Parmesan cheese, uh, which is why the makers of the real Parmesan cheese uh, are, are in this next article. Art the article is cheese and chips. Parmesan producers fight fakes with microtransponders. So real Parmesan cheese comes from Parma, I believe, uh, like one specific location. And it's made in a very specific way. It's, it's two provinces of Parma okay, two and Reggio okay, Emilia. Got it. Right. So so all all Parmesan cheese made everywhere else is not real authentic Parmesan cheese, but a lot of it claims to be. So they're putting these little transponders that are like rice sized transponders where you'll be able to scan and see, like, is this really from Parma? Is this real Parmesan cheese? Which is kind of an interesting use case. They're going to put it like I think right next to the label. Um, I mean, I think they could do this with a, a, a like a uh, a QR code as well. So I don't really know why they need the transponder, but still it's, it's fascinating. So they've tried that. They've tried the labels, but okay. you can just copy the labels. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. So with a that. chip that has an encryption in it, you can't just duplicate Got that. It. And Got it's it. embedded in the rind. So it's unlikely you're going to eat it because that's the hard part. That's the, that's the not fun part mm. of the Parmesan. Uh, right. So you're not going to eat it. The one interesting comment in this whole article that I was like, huh, uh, is this. In addition, the wheels of cheese, which weigh on average 40 kilograms, which is 88 pounds, whoa, have to be matured for at least 12 months in the mountain area and are tested by experts two years after production to ensure they make the grade. 
who gets to do that job of just getting to taste test cheese? I, I'm assuming long. it's taste testing. Yeah, I assume like, so. Yeah. With machines or something, because that's yeah. not fun. It should yeah. be. Hey, I get to go to work today and eat a I'm bunch of Parmesan. I'm going to go eat some Parmesan cheese today. So, And how much do you hate Parmesan then after you have that job? It's a like lot, people that have a, yeah, a job doing ice cream score yeah, stupid they they and they never it. eat ice cream yeah, after never that. Do. Because I mean, but you got to eat ice cream. It's the best. Talking All about right, somebody who yeah. hates their job because they've done it long enough and now they're done. The original voice of Mario is stepping away from the role. Nintendo says, I don't think he actually hates the job. No, I think he, I think I he think wanted just, to actually keep it. Uh, he had, he had said in 2021, he, he would stay, he would say until he couldn't speak any longer, but uh, I think they've, they've just kind of decided to roll it over to somebody else. So, yeah. Yeah. But I wonder, we've had these articles before about AI. Uh, yeah. They might make an AI stuff. generated. Yeah. I wonder if they'll make a voice generated thing for him. Yeah. Maybe and so. that way they just pay him off once and, there you go. Yeah. But he's been the voice of Mario for like, what, 25 years? Something like that? 30 I mean, years, I think. 30 years. Said. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he wasn't the original voice. There was one voice before him. And then I think he took over with the Mario World 64 is the one he took over on. And he's been the, the voice of Mario from that time until now. Um, and I think he might have been in a voice of some movie stuff. Not, not this most recent movie. That was obviously Chris Pratt, but uh, some other stuff as well. So it's pretty interesting. You know, we'll miss you, Mario. And he created the voice from scratch too. Like he, like they said, yeah. they gave him the thing, and they're like, "You're a plumber from Brooklyn uh, that's named Mario. Go!" And he just like, <laughs> he just created it like right there. And boy, it was, it's, that's just amazing. Tech wreck, tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. Tech, 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 tech wreck. Chicky, chicky. Tech wreck. Time tech to wreck. get your tech wreck. Okay, Adam, it is tech wreck time. What do you have for us this week? All right, I've got another uh, meal planning app to recommend. Uh, it's actually $10 a month, but it's I think it's worth it. It's called Clean Monday Meals. So here's what I like about this app. Uh, a couple things. Number one, the meals are relatively, like very healthy. Uh, not exactly Whole30, but kind of close to that Whole30. So it's kind of very like, like wait, wait, holistic what's whole, eating. What's whole Whole30 30? is like fruits, veggies, some meats, like no, no dairy, no, uh, no, like lots of car- like no, not a lot of carbs like that. It's a very clean. Hey, you sort got of something eating. against Parmesan um, Reggiano? What's I going mean, on no, here? I love it. I love it. But this, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a more healthy way to think about it. So yeah. So it's it's very it's healthy foods. Uh, most of the meals you can make in twenty five minutes or less, which is great. Right. And so and then every week she comes out. It's 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 actually a fascinating set- setup because it's this influencer that gained a lot of influence sort of doing these things and creating these, these recipes. And then she decided to create an app and a program from that. And so it's her own app. So it's a little, it can be a little janky sometimes or freezes up a little bit when you first launch it. But every week you'll go in there. She's got recommended meals. Here's all the meals you, you, you can recommend. You can choose how many servings of each meal you want. So it's like, oh, Monday, it's just, you know, just me and the wife. So two servings. Tuesday, everybody's going to be over eight servings, whatever, like whatever it happens to be. Right. Um, and then there's like a snack in there. And so you, you 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 do all that and then it gives you the grocery list and organizes the grocery list based on oh, department. Wow. And then you just go through, check off your groceries, buy your stuff. It's got all the steps in it and it makes cooking meals. Honestly, a lot easier, especially for somebody like me that I like, I'm terrible at cooking. And like, I can just follow, go to the store, buy the stuff, follow the steps. And it's really not that hard. And it turns out pretty great. So uh, it's been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I really like oh, it. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it, it takes the decision. Like the problem with a lot of the meal apps is you have to like go through them and like decide like, oh, oh maybe this looks good. This one's like, here's your meals for the week. Go make these. And if one of them looks terrible, you just delete it and replace it with something else. And like, that's no big deal. So it's just, it's just uh, okay. kind of done for you, which is nice. Yeah. 
So yeah. is this your main meal app now? Because you've had others yeah. in the past. Yeah, I've used me, me Lime in the past. I still yeah. really like Me Lime a lot, but the problem is it's just it's it's overwhelming. It's like, okay, I need to plan my meals. Here's thousands to choose from. It's like, oh, like I don't know where to start. But like this is like it's just done. And like it just makes my life so much easier. It's one less decision I gotta worry about. So, Sounds like Me Lime needs like a wizard or something. It really does. Yeah, like just, a meal plan. Yeah, exactly. So all right, uh, Sanjay, what do you have for us this week? So I've got something fun for you. I stumbled upon this site. It's called Time Guesser. Okay. Uh, Guesser, of course, uh, is misspelled uh, because that's you know, yeah, there's no e, now. no e in Time Guesser. But yeah. basically, it's a game. You can hit play on the site. It's a web game. Okay. Uh, it'll bring up a photo, and you've got to pick where and when that photo was taken. Uh, and it's all kinds of random photos. I've seen Mount Rushmore pictures. I've seen... Uh, Charles and uh, Diana uh, at in Australia, like all kinds of random photos. And you just try to pick up clues in the picture and pick where it is. And after you submit it, it'll tell you where and when it was. Okay. And you move on. It's it's a fun little game. I, I to, just tried it. It's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know that I understand. The, the, guessing the location seems easy. Guessing the year, I don't see how it's, it, it, it's weird. Yeah. Oh, it's a see, there's slider a, there's a left slider. and right. Okay. Yeah, I it's, see. it's non-obvious how that works. I see. Okay. I had the so. same problem the first time I did that. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So th this is like, I'm going to make a second one. It's like a weird subway looking platform. I'm going to guess it's 1976 in <laughs> London. And Nope, it's a clown traveling in 1999. I was 23 years off, and it was not in London. It was in looks like France or the Paris, maybe. So yeah, yeah, there you go. Good to know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You learn some random facts and yeah. get to know pictures and stuff. And sometimes you stumble upon things. When I I saw the Mont Rushmore one, I was like, "Well, I know where that is." Well, I, yeah, I just crossed. I just didn't well, know I, the year. I, I just found the one that's the great, obviously the Great Wall. So like that's a. It's a pretty easy start. I mean, it's a big country, so I'll be off by a large margin. Right. But at least I know the country on that one, you know. And it's a black and white photo, so I can kind of begin to surmise the year of it. So yeah, 1960s somewhere yeah. in there, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Thanks for helping me cheat. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Those color photos started creeping yeah. in at yeah. some point. Yeah, I got there, you. But, I got you. Uh, all right, uh, Sanjay. Yeah. How can our listeners that have made it all the way to the end here find and connect with you? They can find me on my site, sanjayparik.com, and that's probably good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at my site, adamjwalker.com, because... Uh, the J. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. the J this time. Uh, yeah. That's, that's all. It's got all the things. Just go there and uh, try not to aggressively disassemble anything. Uh, I might be working on aggressively disassembling your site. Take the HTML. Oh, sorry. I stopped after... Doo-doo-doo!